Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Everybody loves the underdog story. The grind of achieving what others think can't be done, proving the world wrong and accomplishing the previously thought impossible. It's that classic Rocky Balboa scenario, one man against the world concept that just gets people going. What better way to demonstrate the most daunting of processes than the struggle and determination required to succeed at boxing? After all, the fight is not won in the ring, true glory is achieved at the gym and in the mindful preparation far from the bright lights. This is Respecting the Process, Episode 7. The Sweet Science. I have been involved in a local gym, boxing by Sid Vanderpool, owned by a former number one world ranked fighter. His experience and expertise in the realm of boxing has developed a strong community and has assembled an eclectic team of motivated people driven by similar goals. Through boxing, I have learned a lot and I have found the lessons learned are often extremely simple yet effective when you apply them outside the ring. One of the first things you learn is to just keep moving. Although success in boxing is heavily dependent upon skill, during the heat of competition anyone can be broken and anything can happen. It's hard to defend against someone who keeps punching and who keeps moving forward. It becomes as much of a battle of wills as it does a battle of stamina, strength, and skill. Boxing taught me how temporary pain is. In every sparring session, ab workout, or boxing class, there was a point where you want to quit. Defeating that voice in your head telling you to give up helps defeat the same enemy that arises when you need to say no to that big bag of chips or other such vices. After a while, you learn not to go for the knockout right away. At first, all you want to do is swing wildly and toss heavy shots. All that does though is leave you open to a counter and tires you out far quicker. The veteran understands that a knockout happens in the midst of an exchange. It's the punch you don't see that gets you. If you stay precise and consistent with your punching, the knockout will come. In life, we often expect success quickly, but it never happens that way. It always takes a lot longer than we think, and it involves much more risk and sacrifice than we'd ever comprehend. Don't even think about the knockout when you start your journey. Just keep punching, writing, creating, and innovating, and the knockout will eventually come. If you think success comes quickly, you're more likely to quit when the world proves you wrong. A good friend of mine that I met at the gym named Roy Tahoya taught me that it's never too late to accomplish a dream. After all, Roy's resolve is in his dream. He works harder and has dedicated his being to be what he truly wants to accomplish. If you want success in anything, you have to be willing to work. 
You must be open to missing out on certain things in life. While friends are out and about, you must be working and dedicated to your dream. Respecting the process could not be more exemplified by the rigors of becoming a well-rounded and dedicated boxer. And on this segment, I had the pleasure to sit down with a former world champion, Sid Vanderpool, to discuss his process. Although his boxing career as a fighter is over, he has applied all of the many lessons the sport has taught him into forming a strong community at his rapidly expanding gym in Kitchener, Ontario. This is a one-on-one -on -one with a great about greatness. Hey, this is Sid Vanderplay here at uh, Boxing by Sid. You know, just holding it down. This is what we do. Fitness, health, create champions. You know, this could be advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever even... I don't think I've ever given you the lowdown on respect to the process. No, man. Give okay. me... So I got this weird motto. Okay. And it's just respecting the process, so it's kind of like what you do in this moment will lead to the next moment, which will just build, you know, so from day to day, week to week, month to month, this is just kind of like my philosophy. It's phenomenal, man. How old are you? 25. 25. Well, 24. 25. 24, man. I'm glad that you get that. you got to respect the process and respect the standards. The standards are the standards. They're not going to change. It's, Don't try and get around it, man. It's true, man. It is. And the shortcuts kill you. It's the exceptions. People are like, oh, but this person did. Bro, they're an exception to the rule. How do you, the exceptions kill you. How, how would you apply that theory to boxing, like your career? Yeah. Um, there are certain things that you need to do. Um, you know, you got to do your road work. You got to do your ab work. You got to do your shadow boxing. You there are certain skills and drills that are... Um, are the foundation of building a champion. And so you can't take shortcuts and think you're gonna learn above your your foundation. You have to learn the foundation so that that way you can build on top of that. So again, the fundamentals, the process, the, it's huge. It is, that's so true. But it's, it's, it's sometimes boring. It's boring and it's hard. Like boxing is, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It's almost, like it seems almost impossible sometimes. And that's why I, I love boxing for life, for what it, it brings to people's lives. Because the discipline of being able to go from not having um, or having very little skill and um, being told this is what the process is. And if you stick to that process and develop those disciplines, you will have success, which is not unlike many areas of our lives. So you can build off of that and take that success into another area of your life. And that's what has allowed me to make the transition from, you know, from KOs to CEO is, yeah. you know, that discipline and, and understanding the process. From KOs to <laughs> So clever, yeah. I know. It's, it's interesting, too, because it's such a positive atmosphere here. Mm -hmm. So what would you attribute that to? Um, the atmosphere is attributed to, it, it's not accidental. Uh, we do it intentionally, so there are things that we that we put in place so that when people come in here, they can leave here feeling better and being better. Um, and that starts with our with our training team and the way that we approach training and developing people. And um, like I said, it's something that we do intentionally. And when you have that environment, 
and you have that culture, if you're in it long enough, you will be successful. And I learned that just from traveling around the world to different gyms. You know, Kronk uh, Gym in Detroit, which is famous for producing world champions. And uh, you could say it's, it's the pit hole of, of America. Um, when you go to Kronk Gym, it's in the basement of this decrepit, burnt down old building in the middle of the, the ghetto. And um, I mean, there's roaches on the wall. You can't leave your, your gym bag on the wall because a roach will climb in it. But yet it produces champion after champion after champion. Why is that? Um, because it's the environment. It's the culture that comes out of there. Um, and when I was there and I, I, I had a chance to, to train there for a year and a half and, and be around those other champions. And you breathe, you walk in there and you just, there's a sense, you just breathe. And it's just like, you know you've arrived in somewhere special. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, with them too, it's the same thing. It's, it's not accidental. Yeah. Why they produce champion after champion? How how do they do that? How do you how do you create an atmosphere like that? For me, what what I learned, uh, I mean, Kitchener has a rich history of producing champions uh, as well, and the coach uh, Arnie Beam, who who coached me, mm-hmm. what I learned from Arnie, and why we were able to produce so many national champions and Olympians, yeah. was that uh, once you learned, you taught. Yeah. So, Arnie, there's only one Arnie, but there are so many other athletes in the gym. So, every athlete that reached a certain level would then be teaching the younger ones. And you had a succession of champions after champion after champion. And that's what we do here. If you notice, you know, who's teaching our youth? Devin and Nicole. So, they're learning, they're teaching, they're bringing up the next one. So, you know, that's how you have a consistent... Uh, system of producing champions, learning and teaching. So how does that first person become a champion, though? That takes the investment of, you know, someone who, who's been there, yeah. you know, and then, you know, that's where I come in, right? So uh, I take what I've learned, and um, I just need someone that's willing, and if they're willing to learn, I teach them, mm-hmm. and that's how the first champion gets born. I remember, uh, I think Rory was telling me the story about like training with you back in the day and, and having uh, like Lennox Lewis there in, in the gym. Uh, they focused on skipping and you'd have like, literally you'd be making music with skipping and everyone's doing a different pace and you just hear it clapping on the floor. Like stories like that, like that, yeah. that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. And you know, you'd be looking at the guy skipping next to you and he'd be doing a trick and you're like, I can come up with a trick better than that. And, you know, so skipping became fun. It became something that um, was a challenge to, amongst each other. So even while you're skipping, it's competitive. But, and and with, with that competitiveness and that challenge, you ultimately get better. Right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're going to get in the ring and we're going to be challenged. So we have to know how to deal with the challenge and rise to that occasion and want to be better. Yeah. You know, so um, it always instill that in us that you know what it's not just about skipping um, um, without passion you skip with a purpose how do you go about being a great leader um, first and foremost I believe it, it becomes from leading yourself I mean you, it's hard to lead others if you can't lead yourself so that's why I think it takes um, a long time for great leaders to develop because you first have to learn how to lead yourself. And um, that's a lengthy process. 
um, that was one of the, I guess, one of the great things about um, my career is that it allowed me to be in a training camp where I had to spend a lot of time with myself. Yeah. So I had a lot of time to, you know, uh, be introspective and to examine my thoughts and why I was doing what I was doing. And um, I became very comfortable with myself. Um, and, and so it's allowed me to now, you know, move forward and be able to, you know, to lead and hopefully inspire others. So what do you think that, that first step of the process to lead yourself is? Um, I think one of the important ones is, is discipline. Yeah. Um, lead yourself in, in being able to, to discipline yourself to, to live with integrity. So what you say you're going to do, you do. Yeah. You know, that's it, it's, it sounds so basic, but it, it's, it's fundamental and it's not, so, it's not so common these days. And I'm learning that. I'm learning like <laughs> the most basic things are just like the most proper ways to live your life. Yeah, but, but that's that's where greatness is created in the everyday little things. It's not some big moment that happens. It's every little moment there's an opportunity to create something bigger and greater. You know, as you know, it's one foot in front of the other. And before you know, it, you look back and it's like, wow, I just ran a mile. And it's the same thing with creating something great, whether it's an organization, whether it's um, a business, uh, that's the way it happens.